Welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf podcast, a, a podcast by a group of rulers from faraway lands with way too many board games. I'm Tom, a dragon, and I'm joined by your local king, Justin, uh, the cup of wishes, Adam, and the beastmaster, Debbie. I don't know. <laughs> you can't be a cup of wishes if you're my husband. You have to be a beast, you dumb dumb. <laughs> no, I'm the cup of wishes, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> I will not conform to your, your, I don't know. Mastery? Whatever. Oh, God. This being a podcast about board games, apparently run by three wizards in one cup, so uh, I don't know how this is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Isn't that up on the internet somewhere? Oh, no. That's the, this, is gonna, this is really bad. <laughs> All right, this is a board game podcast where we play games in our collections and then talk about them, except when we don't, which is uh, the last three episodes or so have been uh, Spiel de Aris, uh extravaganza. Uh, we are kind of just decided to go through all three nominees for this year's Kenner Spiel or uh, Diaris, I think. Smart, smart people games. Yeah, they're the, <laughs> there's like a bunch of different categories for who wins this and uh, these ones fall under the connoisseur board game uh, category, I think is what they call it, because the other categories are like for, like straight up for kids. One is like accessible to families, and then this is the one that is supposed to be more appealing to nut bars like me. Mm. Um, so today we are going to uh, be talking about the third and final nominee in this category, which is Fantasy Realms, which is a card game uh, about uh, building a handful of cards and then scoring them in a clatter of calculators. Um, I do have a copy of the uh, of the of the back of the box that I found off of the WizKids website here, so I'm going to go ahead and read that. Your goal as a ruler of a faraway land is to build up the mightiest realm in the world. You might build up a massive army to sweep all before you, but that is not the only path to victory. Perhaps your kingdom will take the form of a bursting volcano or a terrible hurricane sweeping away all in its path. Perhaps you will control a powerful wizard in this fortress, remote on an inaccessible island and surrounded by impenetrable flames. The choice is yours, for no two realms will be the same. Players strive to make the best combos with the cards in their hand. You only get to score the seven cards in your hand at the end of the game, so choose wisely. And the game is consisting of 53 cards, one rulebook, one score pad. And, uh, yeah, it's a... It's a game uh, with, with a bunch of cards in it. It's uh, kind of kind of like gin. If you ever played gin, it's basically gin. The the rules. So, so normally I go into sort of a fifteen minute overview of this game, and uh, luckily this week I get to take a bit of a break because the way the game works, you shuffle all the cards together into one big pile. You deal seven cards to each person, and then the game starts. The first player has to draw a card from the deck, and then they discard a card into one of the ten slots that are sitting around in front of uh, in front of or around the deck. There. Are like there's 10 spots for you to put discards the next person goes and they get to choose whether they want to draw a card from the deck or take one of the face up discarded cards and then at the end of the 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 round they decide to discard a card which card they want to get rid of so you, you always have seven cards in your hand basically you take turns doing that until there are 10 discards in the in front of you and then the game's over so there's not there's it's not complicated like there's there's not nothing tricky happening here. Uh, the trickiness comes in the 53 cards are all different and they all have uh, have like weird stuff on them which affects scoring. 
So there are five cards in each suit. There are ten suits, and then there's three wild cards hanging around. You've got suits like Wizard and Leader and Weapon and Artifact, Weather, Flood, Flame, and other sorts of things. Army, Beast, there's a few others. And and the way the, the game works is that you're basically just like, yeah, you're drawing cards either from the discard or from the top of the deck, and then you're discarding them, and, and they're all different. And so some of them might have things like a bonus. So a wizard might have a bonus where you get points for every beast that you have, as well as it like removes any penalties from any beasts. And some of those beasts might have, you know, other abilities that chain onto other things. And you might have other cards in your hand for armies or something that gives you a bonus for having more land or something like that, but also a penalty so that if, if you lose points for every beast that you have. And there are some cards that are just kind of nuts in that they're like, uh, one's called, one of the, one of the wizards is called the collector, where basically you're just trying to get cards in the same suit. And if you manage to get five cards in the same suit, you get like a hundred points. It's like, wow, that's a lot of points. Scores in this game can reach upwards of 300 points fairly quickly. I think the highest is like 380 or something like that with a very specific combination that they actually tell you about in the book. And uh, yeah, this game is all about just, you know, trying to get these cool hands, seeing what works, uh, you know, trying to decide if you want to go for uh, Beastie Boys um, or like Wizards or try to go with one of these like weird cards and trying to just find these like little synergies between the cards and, you know, generally being unhappy with the kinds of draws that you're being presented with. Because, uh, you know, if you're trying to do the, uh, the, the, the candle book, uh, bell tower wizard combo, which gets you like 150 points, um, there's a good chance that somebody out there has that card and, uh, has, has one of the cards that you need and isn't telling you and isn't getting rid of it. And so you're just sitting there looking like a bit of a ding dong holding onto these other cards. Um, and, and that's, uh, pretty much the game. You know, you're just, you're making a strategy. You're hoping that you're going to be able to pick up the cards that you need. And then before you generally, before you manage to execute on your strategy, the uh, game is over and you're up to counting a bunch of cards. We played this on tabletop simulator and it was a very nicely scripted game in that respect, uh, where we didn't have to really worry about too much. So games generally took less than 15 minutes. And it did pretty much all the scoring for you. So I imagine this game could be kind of a pain in the ass if you're trying to score it in person because there is a lot going on in terms of the scoring. But luckily there is also a app that you can download uh, that will assist you in this. And apparently all you have to do is punch in the cards that you have in your hand and it will do all the math for you. So that's a big bonus. Um, other than that, there's not much going on in this game. You know, it's hard and, it's, and I'm not going to go over all the different combos because it's, you know, there's like a bunch of them. The cards are all, like, pretty different, and some work well with others, and some just, like, blank out other cards in the same suit. It's kind of crazy, the different things that they've got going in here, but overall, the complexity of the game is fairly low. It is very quick, and it, uh, you know, you can play it kind of just by grabbing things that look cool and then not worrying about the score, or you can get really into trying to execute on your strategy and make a shitload of points it's kind of up to you in that respect it's a very nice game uh yeah did i miss anything i think you nailed it not no there's not there's 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 really not much to the game i mean you've you know it it plays in about 20 minutes uh which is kind of nice it's uh the shortest of the three um the three games that were nominated for kennerspiel this year i can i totally can see why this game was nominated for Kennerspiel. It's 
it's a good game. Like it's another one that I'm just like, wow, like this is this is really good. I also did notice that it is uh, out of print at the moment, just as of the time of this recording. I think that that is greatly a part of it. Like people snatching it up as soon as they saw it uh. was nominated for the Kennerspiel. Um, I mean, the game you can pick it up on Amazon if you can if you could find a copy. You could pick it up on Amazon for about fifteen to twenty dollars, which is a fantastic price point. It it's. I mean, then again, of course, you need to remind yourself that it is literally just a a uh, deck of cards, right? Like it's it's fifty three cards. That is the game. It plays quickly. It It is fun and enjoyable to try and, like, put together these combinations in your head, like, either in your head or, well, hopefully in your hand. Although, you know, like like Tom said earlier, the, the best laid plans, um, they all go to shit, especially when you're sitting there waiting on the on, like, the bell tower, for example, to show up. And meanwhile, Tom's holding on to it with you know, like his one wizard or something like that, <laughs> the greedy little shit. And you're just sitting there going, I really hope the bell tower comes up because I'm going to score 150 points. But if the bell tower doesn't score show up, I'm going to score about 12. Um, needless to say, I ended up with the latter. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, uh, it's quite, it's quite good. Uh, I, I think your, uh, your analogy of it, being gin rummy is 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 accurate that's kind of what i was thinking too in the same way that battle chess is a lot like chess uh in in the same sort of game and strategies are there it's just there's a lot that's you know moved around under the hood and i mean i i guess i uh i don't maybe i don't quite see what all the buzz is uh maybe it's just because i played a lot of gin rummy and it just seems very very much the same uh i do like all the little little additives like you know they took a good idea and they they added to it they ran with it which is which was fun and uh it i think it held my attention for for a while probably about as long as uh playing multiple rounds of uh, gin rummy would now i mean i've i've never played gin rummy here here's a here's a confession never played gin never played rummy never played gin rummy <laughs> So I mean from from someone who doesn't have that experience or those those like memories of playing gin and or rummy um I mean this this was very fresh to me and new. Wait, it is. It is. Don't don't get me wrong. And I I did enjoy my time playing it. Uh, it's just it's hard to really for me it's it's hard to differentiate the two. So it's hard to kind of pull things that, you know, that that stood out with this game from sort of the classic card game um you, you're still running into the same problems like like you were saying adam like where you're constantly looking for you know the five of spades or in this case the Beastmaster. and if you don't get it you know your entire plan's going to fall apart um the i do like how it has kind of that hard ending and you can kind of get a feel of how fast the game is going to go because it, it could end in 10 rounds if no one draws a card that's been discarded and that kind of sets this like tight time limit on it whereas like something like gin rummy can kind of go on for a long time because it doesn't have that that hard time limit and i think that this benefits from that though it can be a little restricting in that you don't quite have as many hands or rounds to change your strategy around. Um, 
you kind of have to pick like five cards in your starting hand and build around that. And if you don't get anything, uh, you know, you you just might not be able to have the time to find the, the synergies that you need to, to build up those points and kind of have a fighting chance competitively. Competitively. I yes. mean, going to worlds, baby. That's right. Ooh, my goodness. Ooh, um, I don't there. know that I understand why it's up for Kenner, Kenner Spiel. Yeah, right? I'm a that I'm a little I'm, perplexed about it. Seems a little too simplistic for me for that. I, but I'm with you there. I mean, do, do you at at minimum think that it should be nominated just for like the normal um like main event Spiel Diaris, like the easier or the the less? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. How do I how do I say uh, this? A lesser like reward, a, like a pretentious jerk, right? Like. <laughs> Well, the 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 traditional Spiel Diaris uh, award where it's I don't know that it's that special. Where it's um yeah I don't there's nothing. Oh, really? I mean, the thing that okay. struck me as notably different about it, I guess, was it's kind of a deck builder, but it's not because you have a limited number, right? Like you have to discard, like you're gaining and discarding at the same time. There's that piece, and then secondary to that is your because they're they're all different cards that's the only other thing that really kind of i en- like i enjoyed it don't get me wrong i thought it was fun i i would like to play it again but i just for for kenner spiel it really surprises me do i think that it would be worthy of the standard spiel diaris yeah maybe i mean i don't i don't see why not um but with that being said I don't know. It's not like, yeah, I just, I am very surprised that it's on the same playing field as Paleo and, uh, Ruins of Arnak. Thank you. Because they are much more convoluted and complex in my eyes. So just, they're very on, they're very on very different levels in my world. So I guess I didn't, I don't know. Yeah. The the other ones, I mean, I, I missed out playing the one, but I did read about it and they both feel like they have a bit more depth maybe not just com- not even from a complexity standpoint but it, you know it has a little bit more of a narrative and a little bit more depth uh to them whereas this one you know it's 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 battle chess it's it's interesting it's a novelty but uh yeah i don't know if it if it necessarily it's like wow yeah yeah i mean i don't i don't know okay. i yeah. don't know how much stock i put into like the spiel the Yaris thing be me- meaning that it's a game for me in particular anyway like like the, I, I think this would probably fit in. This fits in pretty well with my experience with like the the regular like original uh, uh, Spiel the Aris classic zero flavor. You know, it's it's accessible. It's easy to play. Like anybody can pick this up and just play the stupid thing. Like oh yeah, in twenty minutes. Yeah, it has that hard end that I like. It's you know, it's got some some neat aspects to it. The only thing is like maybe the because the scoring is more complicated. I think that like might knock it out a little bit. But thinking of things that have won in the past with like I think Augustus was one. Um, you know, like some of those games are they still have a lot of steps to them, and I don't understand how like how they would correlate those two things. Like here's a worker placement game that has like 12 stages to it or something. 
and like here's a game and and then on this on the other hand you got fantasy realms which is just a game where you literally draw a card and then discard a card until the end when you can basically plug it into an app and then you're done it seems weird that it's on the like connoisseur end of things and i just i i mean i never read up about what makes it different enough like i could see this being a, a regular one as well but like i kind of expect a little bit more tooth to it to be in the kenner spiel um so i'm a i'm a bit a bit surprised as well um it's 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 weird cuz it is like uh it it is an interesting game it's like it's i'd say it's probably better than like a lot of card games like regular card games like i think this mm-hmm. is actually probably easier to understand or play than something like gin maybe You're maybe not, not. In, in some ways you, yeah well it, the directions are on the cards right when you play gin the directions are not on the cards i suppose right kind of inherently makes it easier yeah so i could see this being like a decent pickup for somebody who is interested in this kind of game like and, and it travels well right because it's literally just a deck of yeah. cards so it travels about as well as a deck of cards but i mean a deck of cards can be so many things oh you could do 52 so pickup. many things God. One of the things I do wonder about is if they take any of the variants into consideration, because there was this like interesting sounding variant in the back of the rule book where it was like, you don't actually draw or discard cards, you just like trade them with people. You get like a, you set yourself up with like an eight minute timer or whatever, and then just go into like full out barter mode with your friends. Now that is what is that is your card counting inner nature right there. Uh, yeah like is this just the the trade deadline for the nhl kind of thing like hold on i gotta call tom tom i got this great deal for you but i'm gonna need the bell tower (laughs) yeah i'll give you the (laughs) exactly i'll give you the bell tower but you have to take the dragon with it you have no choice so you're taking the dragon and you're gonna ship me back you know the the wizard and the hydra (laughs) What? There are so, yeah, so there are some interesting things in there, and I wonder if it's um, if it might be because there's like potential there for people to make up other games around it, kind of in the same way that you have like a deck of cards and you can do whatever you want with it. I don't know if it has like that same sort of flexibility built into it because I mean that uh, online that variant sounds like an actual nightmare, but like yeah. it'd probably be pretty cool to do that in person like once or twice and see how it goes. Um, so I could see something like that if they were taking things like that into account it might be more along the lines of like okay this thing is for like people who are more connoisseur or it's like a little bit more complicated um because like really it's it's flexible enough that you could do a lot of weird things with it i think whereas like you buy ruins of arnak and you're gonna play ruins of arnak right like there's not yeah you're not gonna suddenly bust out a weird hybrid game of spades out of it right hey you don't know my creativity mister go Go right ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm not creative. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Fill your boots. <laughs> I think one of the dogs will eat it before you get that far. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but that that's that's kind of where I could see the potential for this being something that is like really interesting, but like as it stands with just like the base game, like it's good. I think it's a worthy thing to pick up if you like, you know, if you have like a, a game night where it's like two to six people and you have something that you, you know, you need something that you want to fill some time with and um, or, you know, as a as a thing to take out to trips or the cabin or something like that. This would probably be something to pick up, but like I, I don't quite get why it would be, you know, award worthy myself. But I 
tend to disagree with like the notion that oh this is a spiel game it must be good it's like yeah it's probably good but a lot of times i find them to be kind of uninteresting but that's just my personal thing and technic they're technically good right and i think this is like this is technically good like it is it is well made although i've read some comments about how like maybe the expansion cards aren't the same size as the base oh games that's bad it's gonna mess with your OCD. That's brutal. Yeah, the, the manufacturing, I mean, oof. And I did make a comment to Justin about how I think that they should have, like, heavy metaled up the art a lot, because uh, it was kind of like, I don't know, you know, it's a dragon. It's not like a super cool it, it, dragon. It feels very 80s generic fantasy, but not like heavy metal 80s generic fantasy. I mean, that's, again, just my own personal tastes coming through, where I wish that there was, like, people were just wearing skulls all the time. Yeah. Like, fucking rad. Grimdark. Yeah, I, I want. Every time I want, you touch a card, you end up bleeding. Maybe yeah, a little. Bit of <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah, I'm so so edgy. I just want you know art that I could see on the side of a van and. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Eighties. Oh, that's wow. That's the dream. Terrifying. Oh, the dream. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's pretty much all I had to really really say about this. So my take on this whole thing is, I mean, you you have a game that's already established as being a a good popular game. Goes by the name of Gin or Gin Rummy, assuming they're the same game. Um, and you've you've taken it and you've put like a, a different spin on it. Now, does that automatically make it Spiel Diaris worthy? Not necessarily, but I mean, I guess from from a from one perspective, I mean, they you know that the core of it is good, and so you're just trying to build onto that core. Um, and apparently that's what they have done. And I mean, that that's, that's not the worst thing that they could have done, I guess. And I don't know. I I'm interested. I, I don't, I, I agree that I don't necessarily think it belongs in the Kenner spiel category, but I definitely think, um, that it belongs to like, it deserves to be nominated for some kind of award because it's, it's, it plays nicely. Like it's a good game. Uh, it does. However, like, what many of us have already said it it just lacks that that wow factor there's no there's there's nothing about this game that when i left the table after yesterday's playthroughs of which there were about a dozen there there was nothing that really made me say wow i really got to try that again or i really got to play that again there there's no there's no payoff punch there for me I was actually just thinking, like, because we just recently played The Crew, which is sort of a take on Spades, you know, yep. trick classic, trick taking game. Is this, I wonder, is this some sort of like new, new trend? Is reinventing the wheel? Is it a cheap trend? I mean, hey, if the bones are good, right? Like, if the bones are good and you can build onto that and you can, the, the thing about something like that is you have to, you have to be able to make that game different enough that it's, that it's not just yeah. like, oh, we're all, you know, like we're just playing spades. Like you need to give it a, mm. a certain, certain wow. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I mean, it, it, this, that could be the new, could be the new meta. <laughs> just take take the old and make it new again but but again you you have you have to be able to change it enough that it's not just like exactly yeah why are we just why are we just playing spades yeah i mean i totally i'd play it again for sure i agree that the art could have been a lot more um edgy i guess intense you could just uh you you could just cut up some old magic cards and 
glue the art on. <laughs> just glue the images over the um, top. Yeah. Like and I, you know, but I, I mean, I appreciate it for what it is. It's not something that I would um, sit and go out of my way to play, I don't think. Um, I don't know. It wasn't bad by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just very surprised. And I feel like I'm missing something by its nomination in this category. Um, especially after playing Paleo and Ruins of Arnak. I just, it's just very, it feels very different. And just, I don't know. It feels very out of place in a way. But I did enjoy it. Um, I agree that once you when you're trying to you you have an idea in your mind of what kind of um goal you're going to go after did it ever work for me no no it sure didn't does that kind of thing ever work for me no <laughs> no it sure <laughs> no, doesn't no it doesn't so i mean i don't know i i don't know if it's any different than any other game cuz anytime we play a game that's kind of like this um i never have the ability to to come up with like a strategy that's that works. I don't know. I just really suck at this kind of stuff, but I did enjoy it, which is, I mean, that says a lot for somebody who's like walking into a game like this, expecting to lose. Hey, <laughs> I mean, usually stuff like that's not enjoyable. This was so. Yeah. And I do think there is like, I think the more you play a game like this with the same crew of people, you're going to develop sort of a, a thing. You're going to get your own meta going again with like, I think we've had this with a few other games before. Yeah. Like the more you play this, the more you're going to be like, well, Justin just loves trying to make runs for some reason or whatever, right? And so mm-hmm. you just like spend an inordinate amount of time stopping him from doing things that you've <laughs> seen him do 23 times. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you definitely could probably get into a, a common pattern easily. Yeah. So I think there could be a lot of fun had with something like that. Mm-hmm. But would you add it to your collection, Tom? Uh, I don't know. No. Well, here's the thing. So this is this is. I mean, this is basically my review. I guess uh, my my reviews are on a scale of whether I'd keep it or get rid of it out of my copious collection. And uh, if I had this, I don't think I would get rid of it because it's small and small, fast games are easier to pull out than big, clunky ones that take eight hours. Um, and it and it does have the potential for traveling well, and it is cheap, right? So, I mean, maybe. Am I excited about it? No, right? It's it's nothing. I don't, I don't feel like there's anything earth shattering about this. And I mean, I already had a, I had a hard enough time trying to like get my family to play the crew with me for like two rounds before a confusion set in with my, uh, with the rest of my family and the kids started <laughs> rampaging around. And I mean, the, the crew was great. And like it, it won, it won spiel last year, the, the Kenner spiel, it was a 2020 winner. And I don't know if there's just something about how you have to have like one card game a year or something like that, maybe. But, like, I just don't feel the same way about this as I do about that one. Um, just because I feel like the the crew has, like, a lot more fun moments in it where you're, like, trying to work it out and you're laughing and you lose <laughs> and you're cursing at each other and then you start another game, right? Whereas this, it's kind of like, again, I'm not the biggest fan of, I guess I should say I'm more cooperative game fan than I am, like, competitive, so... Like, just that whole thing that the crew has really does it for me. Um, Whereas this, you know, it's fun, and it's quick, and it's kind of interesting, and, like, 
the rules are super easy, so I could imagine myself pulling this out on a hazy afternoon or something like that. And I don't think you have to like really, really change the rules around to like play with smaller number of people or bigger number of people. So I think it's got a lot going for it. Um, I just I would I'm not gonna go rush out and get it right now, but I think like if you're hurting for a game to fill some time and is easy and fun to play, it's probably not a bad pickup, uh, especially since it is like on the lower end of things. It's just you know a bit baffling to me that it kind of ended up in this prestigious category. Um, so yeah, I guess that's kind of the end of my 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 thing here. Yeah, I, I I think it's good. Yeah, I'd keep it around if I had it. I'm not gonna go out and get it, but you know. If you're looking for something like this, it's probably not a bad pickup. Uh, so, yeah. Justin, what about you? Hey, well, yeah, it's, it's something that I don't own and uh, trying to stay on the same, you know, would I would I uh, keep it if I had it? I, I mean, I probably would. But, again, it, it's kind of just because of its size, portability, and overall simplicity. Um, but it, it doesn't quite do enough to get me excited to play it. I enjoyed uh, playing it when we when we were, um, but I, once we stopped, I wasn't thinking about it. Still, I wasn't. Ah, oh, I wish I had done this, or oh, we should play another. You know, let's play this again. You know, uh, next week. I, you know, that never popped into my head. So it, I think it's it's an all right game. It has a solid base, and I don't, <laughs> strangely enough, I'd probably find more people willing to play this than Gin Rummy. So it's got that going for it. Um, mm-hmm. maybe not my parents, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> and so, but at the same time, like if I wanted to play a card based game, uh, based on an old style card game, uh, with like four people, I'd rather play something like the crew. Um, so it's not a game that I would ever hunt for. If I saw it on sale somewhere, yeah, I might think of adding it to my collection uh, based on its size and, you know, the fun we had with it. But it's not something that I would run out to buy or really recommend uh, wholeheartedly. So, um, you know, if you're a real big fan of gin and you want some battle chest gin, uh, give it a shot. Otherwise, uh, you know, it's it's not something you really need to worry about. How about you, Debbie? So I give this game a four out of five. Um, I'm on a five point scale. I think that there's, I think there's a lot of fun to be had with it. Um, but I think that there's also kind of the potential for diminishing returns. Um, it's, I don't know. I just, I, for, if I'm, I kind of want to stick to the outlook of these three games, um, comparatively to each other since, um, you know, that's why, that's why we brought them, Adam brought them forward as we were looking at the Kinnerspiel. I, this is probably the lowest of the three. Um, I, this is, I think three, this is probably third. I'd say runes of Arnak is probably two and paleo is one for me. Um, but none of them were bad. I, I, they all have a good basis. They all have a very um, interesting and slightly different thought process to them. Um, and I enjoyed that. And there's, you know, there's really nothing I think wrong with that. Um, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of people that probably would find this an enjoyable game. It has kind of more in my mind to it than um, things like uh, Boss Monster or um, Super Fight or something like that, where they're, again, they're card-based, but I feel like they've I they've kind of maxed out their um, expansions to the point where it's a little absurd. Um, I feel like 
this game, I, the more expansions you have, I think the harder I think it would get because the less predictable it would be of what cards would come out. I think you'd run into that struggle a little faster of, um, you know, whether or not you'd actually be able to find that bell tower or whatever. Um, so I, yeah, I, it's, I don't, yeah, there's nothing inherently wrong with the game. I, I do think it's good. I think it fills a, a void potentially. Um, but, um, I mean, I, for 15 bucks, I mean, sure, why not? But I don't know very many people that would say, you know, um, yeah, that would, that would want to play a game with this theme because it definitely is a very particular, um, theme to it as well. So yeah, I mean, I didn't mind it. Wouldn't necessarily, uh, I don't know, hop on a horse to go get it, but, uh, paleo is definitely my, is my pick of the three. So take that for for whatever it is uh adam how about you yeah i'm on a i'm on a 10 point scale um so yeah this game again it's it's a good game i like it it's well done it's interesting it's fast it's light you don't like it's it's not hard to teach it's very simple pick a card up put a card down that's the game boom boom as long as you can follow those two steps you're you're good to go um i I don't know. I don't know that I necessarily agree with it being in the Kenner Spiel category. I think it belongs just in the in the regular Spiel DRS category. With that being said, I did enjoy my playthrough. I'm going to give this one like a an eight out of ten. I'm kind of I was kind of waffling on like a seven and a half, but I, I think an eight is is worth it. It is a good game, and it is something that that you can easily get. Maybe someone who's not. Maybe you can find someone, you know, if, if you're trying to get somebody into more into board gaming and stuff like that and trying to look for something that's not one of those, not one of the typical gateway games that everyone always turns to. You want to try something different. Maybe you don't have a ton of time and you just want to do something fast. Or if you are traveling and you're like, hey, you know, I want to take something that that travels well. I don't know if there's any expansions out for this at the moment. Um, I guess I can always just like fact check that, uh, quickly after I'm done talking here, but it it's, I think, I think it's worth, I think it's worth picking up again. Like it's, it's for the price for the, the $15. I, I like, I wouldn't spend whatever sort of scalper prices out there right now. I did see that there were a few copies up on eBay, one of which was, like the guy was asking 5050 <laughs> euros for it. Uh no. Like, oh, like are you fucking kidding me? No. That's that's a that's a non-starter, my friend. Yeah. That that that's jaws of the lion price. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. 50 euros? fucking kidding me um don't pay the trolls man don't pay the troll toll uh it's yeah i like i it's it's a seven and a half it's an eight sorry it's an eight again i I was kind of waffling on that seven and a half for a little bit it's an eight um it's it's worth picking up i'm not gonna go out of my way i'm definitely not paying 50 euros for it that's for damn sure um but when it comes back into stock at around the fifteen dollar price point, I mean, I'll definitely consider picking it up. It's it was a it was a fun game. Uh, I'm interested to see how it does. Um, I'm interested to see how it does during like in, in the actual award process. Uh, I agree with Debbie wholeheartedly um, that 
my number one is Paleo. My number two is Rune, Lost Runes of Arnak. And my number three is um, Fantasy Realms. I am going to be actively looking for a copy of Paleo to purchase. Um, because, yeah, that, that, that one, I think, definitely will have the most longevity, especially within our group. Uh, Lost Ruins of Arnak, I have been playing, I've actually played a couple more games outside of the group, da, 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 and have been playing it on Board Game Arena. It is, uh, it's just as fun the next couple times I played it. However, I do see an emerging trend of you have to do, like, you, you kind of need to focus on a certain thing, and if you do that one thing, um, you will, which is the, the, magnifying glass and the and the book not even so much the journal but specifically the magnifying glass if you can push that magnifying glass up to the top and just start buying the temple tiles it uh you know you you will find yourselves leaps and bounds uh ahead of your your compatriots i guess uh however there is an expansion coming out uh i was reading that includes uh individual asymmetric player boards so you'll have a different so everyone will kind of have like a different special ability or or something like that, which will hopefully jazz it up a little bit and allow some varying gameplays. Cool. Yeah, there's my take. Nice. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten and a plug for the other games we just played. <laughs> It's a good game. It's a good game. Mind you, I, like, again, I, I don't have a long history with playing gin or rummy or anything like that, so... I guess yeah, I'm, they're okay. I'm not. They're no cribbage. Know. Oh god. They're no cribbage. Lord help us. Oh man, we gotta we gotta make the next big game by mutating cribbage into some horrific monster. Let's do it, Justin. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. I'm down. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and us talking about cribbage and gin and weirdly lost ruins again. Uh, anyway, if you uh, if you like this kind of thing, we've got lots of episodes. You can uh, go fill your boots. You can also uh, you can also like and subscribe and rate and stuff and uh, and all that. That would be really helpful. Share with a friend. It'd be great too. Thanks a lot for your help and interest. Uh, if you want to get a hold of any of us at the uh, crew here, you can find us using email at collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at cgs podcast and if you want to get a hold of me specifically you can find me on twitter at team rage tom uh justin you up to anything these days well if you want to get a hold of me uh, you can find me on twitter at don't trust justin and uh you can tell me about your favorite gin experience i'd want to know how about you, Debbie? Uh, you guys can get me at, at Mrs. Wynn. That's at M-R-S-W-H-Y-N on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I don't want to know about your gin or rummy or, I don't know. I don't, every once in a while, you know, Justin, you really perplex me. Nonetheless, <laughs> if you want to get a hold of us, uh, as Thomas mentioned, you can get us on Twitter at CGS Podcast. We'd love to hear from you guys. We really do enjoy hearing um, if there's anything you think that we should try. Um, there are lots of games out there and lots that we don't know about. So, um, you know, we, we'd love to hear if there's games that you think that we would enjoy um, or games that we've played that you don't agree with us. I mean, hey, let us know why we're crazy and maybe we'll give it a try again. Who knows? Um, yeah. What about you, Adam? You gotta get a hold of me. You can catch me on social media at for the win, F-O-R-T-H-E-W-H-Y-N. You can also catch me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash for the win. Same spelling. Um, we are I have no idea what we're playing. 
right now. We're we're just <laughs> we're we're cruising through the through the void. So pop on in. I know I've been doing a little bit of Guilty Gear Strive recently. Um, the very first fighting game that I'm actually taking even quasi seriously. And uh, so why don't you pop on into my chat at Twitch and tell me about your favorite gin experience? Except I'm talking about the liquor, not the card game. Tell me about your favorite gin liquor experience. Um, also, <laughs> if you live in Calgary, if you live in Calgary, uh, I just recently opened up my own barbecue pop-up joint, uh, Texas style barbecue. You can find it on Facebook as much as I, as much as I hate Facebook. Sometimes it's a necessary evil for business. Um, yeah, check it out. FTW BBQ. You'll find it for the wind barbecue on Facebook. Um, popping up randomly to do uh to fill your face holes with texas barbecue randomly yeah, randomly predictably well randomly. predictably around the long weekends but there might be other stuff in there too just watch the facebook page <laughs> all right that all sounds awesome and i look forward to uh contracting you out to come and fill my face hole <laughs> yes. uh, thank you <laughs> yeah yes it's true. fill my face with your meat adam that's that's how it <laughs> goes you. man yeah can we Ooh, please there. not have this conversation what <laughs> all right thanks again so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you have a great yesterday and we will be back at you next week with something fun thanks a lot and we'll talk to you later bye bye bye